0: Welding instructor Alex Declare knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills.
1: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that
2: exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks?
0: Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block.
2: You are listening to Tox Machina on the Critical Role Podcast Network. Tox Machina airs live at twitch.tv slash critical role on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific, and it's also uploaded to youtube.com slash critical role on Thursday mornings. If you like our podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, here's this week's episode of Tox Machina.
0: Are we on the internet, Danny? God, I hope so, because man, we have a lot of stuff to do for NYCC. Oh
2: my God, I'm leaving in minutes. hmm you two are hosting the show tonight. Shit. Tonight. Oh, really? <laughs> panic. Tonight. <laughs> the Mighty Nine have some heart-to-hearts, some heart attacks, and a hearty boat voyage. Barf. Fuck. <laughs> we'll break it all down <laughs> with my guests Travis Woolingham hey. and Matthew Mercer. That's with me, nice. as always, the lovely Danny Carr. All that and more.
0: Hey, daddy. daddy! Hey! <laughs> hey, Travis!
2: You have fans. All that and more tonight <laughs> on Tox Machina. We're back, <laughs> gentlemen. It's red Thank you for joining me. It's because I'm so pasty. I know, man. I know. No, I'm kidding. It's the studio maker. How are you guys?
1: I'm stressed for for the getting ready for
2: this weekend, but excited. Yeah. Excited. It's yeah, lot we've of fun. got a yeah. we've got a journey ahead of us. We do. A big odyssey. exciting odyssey. A uh, couple of quick announcements before yes. we get into we- tonight's madness. On sale now, tickets for our very first live show in New York City, which is two nights from now. Holy shit! Yeah, no oh boy, no pressure, guys. Uh, join us at the United Palace in Washington Heights on Thursday, October 4th, that's this week. Tickets are available right now via Ticketmaster. You, reminder, you do not need a New York Comic Con badge to attend this event, a lot of people were asking. We are giving you that information. Check out the details at critroll.com. Also, if you are attending New York Comic Con, be sure to pick up a pre-sale ticket to come meet us at the convention. You can find all the information in the events section at critroll.com. Come say hi. Get your picture taken with us. Yeah. You're probably sold out through the rest of uh, 2000s.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't
2: know. Also, the latest episode of one of our new shows, Between the Sheets, featuring Laura Bailey. Oh, Laura Bailey. Laura Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> Cross
3: the brand. Yep, it's a
2: brand. <laughs> Is now available on the Critical Role Twitch <laughs> channel for our subscribers. The VOD of last night's episode will be released tomorrow at youtube.com slash Critical Role and another great, great piece of premium content birthed from the mind of some of the people here with me now. The second episode of All Work No Play will debut at twitch.tv/slash Critical Role this Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Holy crap, the first episode was nuts. So good. <laughs> oh man, I saw I'm on that it petition to make times. it longer
3: than 30 minutes though. I need more. I need more in my life. Dude, talk, talk to the production team and everybody I mean, that has to crank it out. It's Holy a crap. big deal. It's, it's a, dense a big minutes, deal. It's Like it is, It is, it is packed, uh-huh. but I was not ready for it to be over. I was I ready know, to mainline I, episode two right away. But
2: isn't that so much better than yeah, no. I wish, you know, there's nothing worse than a tweet that says, this was the perfect length. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> right. yeah. It ended just when it needed to. It did right when I could've really could've wanted about it. about like it to. two minutes shorter, but it was great. Cool. Right, yeah, right, right, that right. That's thanks. Um, yeah, so new episode this Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical This week, the boys are tap dancing. With our pal Courtney Taylor. Yes! (laughs) I just watched it 10 minutes before we went live. Matt and I saw a cut of it and it's nuts. It's pretty great. Oh my God. It's pretty ridiculous. All I'm gonna say is get those. Gift fingers ready because yeah. there's some <laughs> real
3: doozies. Our needs like a sweatband, like a head yeah. Band, we're like gonna some need to send Gatorade, him. water. Yep. Yeah, and a montage sequence. Like the, a yeah, massage for his hands. <laughs> we'll send him a bunch Trying of Red to Bull
2: uh, to keep him up. What's stronger than Red Bull? Oh, cocaine. We could. I don't know. <laughs> we shouldn't ship that over. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it with us to London. To we'll that. sneak it in some. They're relaxed on that one. Yeah. yeah, we'll sneak it in a nice wormwood or something. Yep. Apologies, wormwood. Without further ado. Let us discuss episode 36 <laughs> of Critical Role Campaign 2. Oh, captain, who's captain? <laughs> Am I saying that right? Yeah. Okay. Now there's a the title card. <laughs> Is that how you're supposed to say it? Yeah, no. Guys, we have some Crit Role stats tonight brought to you from our friends at Crit Role Stats. With four games in, the Dallas Cowboys are at a 50% wait. Wrong stat. But Ed put that in there. We won this weekend. We did. We did. Yes. Much love. Ed can eat it. Thanks. Yeah. Ed's a Rams fan, guys out there. I know. I saw some some tweets. There's some critters that are also Ram fans. And a Giants. We do not recognize those fans. He's not very loud about that. (laughs) They are ignored. We don't. Hi, Brian and Hey, guys. The Mighty Nine got their 140th kill in this
3: episode. Oh, shit, man. Wow, really? Can anyone guess what it was? We're like Bruce Willis in a Die Hard movie. It was. Yeah, that is a lot of kills. Uh the
1: Yeah. Montrap, it right was there.
3: it was do you know? I I imagine it was probably which the one harpies. it was? Yes. Do you
2: know who killed the harpy that made the stat? No, actually. Who killed the harpy that made the Let's
3: stat- say it, uh, uh, Caduceus. Boom. Not <laughs> against the fourth harpy. <laughs> Man, I was so close to so close. having <laughs> the answer
2: to all that. I saw the wheels turning and everything. Yep. yep. This is the third time Ford, played by you, Travis, yep. has used the dodecahedron. And the second time, he's put a fragment of possibility to use.
3: Mm, 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 mm. You- yeah. I thought I'd only use it twice, so that's news to me. Oh,
1: really? You've, you've used it twice, but mm-hmm. you've, you've absorbed it three times, and then one time you didn't use it.
3: Oh, n- nice! Wow.
2: That's literally what
1: this he man, just said. This
3: man
2: knows a lot about Critical Role. <laughs> Is it? I was paying attention. Oh, man. It's He's just so pretty, I can't really. I know, oh, hard, come on, guys. Yeah. I got my shots this figure. week. <laughs> 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 well, it's time for questions from our fans. Look at us, 7.07 p.m. Get into the question. <laughs> so proud. Is Can that, you believe is that it? Four four yeah, is that a scheduled time? But this is weird. That's a record. We should talk about something else for a little bit. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> Ramses, Ramses32 has a question for Travis. Mm. Stonejaw, Strongjaw, and now Captain Tusktooth. I'm guessing Laura came up with Ronan's name. <laughs>
3: oh, that's fucked
2: up. <laughs> Danny and I saw this on Reddit, Son of a bitch. and it was sort of one of those, if this is the only question we get
3: to, it yeah. will be good. Yeah. That's brilliant. No, Laura did not come up with it, nor, nor did I. Actually, yeah, tell the story, because that's something that we
2: didn't get to on either yep. of your Between the Sheets, and now they both are We had,
3: like, you know, like... own runes, runes. Yeah. settled. Yes, cast <laughs> the runes. We had, like, a, a finalist list of names. Um, we had, like, a top three, and we weren't really vibing on any one of them more than the others, and, and uh, we went to a party and we were uh, talking with a friend of ours that was on a plane and they had their, their son there and he was actually very well-behaved and so we were like, oh, how did you do that, blah, 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 and we were talking about the, the name choice um, and they were throwing out some just like gnarly suggestions and she was like, you should do like Odin. And I was like, oh, I, I actually that would be cool, but I'm Thor and that's a little too on the nose and she was right. like, well, what about Ronin? And we both went like, hmm. Ronan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's so weird. And she was like, Really? And we were like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we started like shopping it around people and you get yeah, certain reactions. you was Ashley and
2: I. And I, loved I said, it, Yeah. Obviously, we're the final say. So yeah, I, totally. say it for I know. It. I Send know paperwork and everything was <laughs> set in stone. And
1: you right.
3: choose, like, you choose the definition of the name that you want to live by. You know, like a, a samurai who has lost his master or has no master. Also, apparently, in modern day Japan, it means he who has not passed his entrance exam. So <laughs> I don't oh, weird. really care about that's that part no, very that's much. That's the D version. Yeah. Wave I mean, my name means crossroads. What's in a name? What's in a name? See you at the. Cro- uh, I just told I can't sing. On eighteen the show of anymore. them in your graduating class. Oh, Matthew. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's real, real popular.
1: Some with double T. Some
3: with one T. Yeah.
2: Eighteen Matthews in your graduating class. Approximately. When I was in first grade. That was exactly eighteen, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in first grade, there was five Brian's and two Brian Fs. And so they ended they ended up just calling me the one who will not last. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> title. Hey look at us guys it's 7:10. Woo! Next question it. Matt Mercer. Yes. Chewy Danvers wants to know. Chewy Danvers. Oh, look at that. This person's Chewy. Kyle. Kyle's brother. Yep. Yeah. Mm, got there. Ready for the movie. How exactly do you go about DMing on the open ocean? Does it make it harder to plan encounters and what goes into DMing an open ocean session?
1: We're learning, aren't we? Um, We're doing something. Yeah, for me, uh, it's part of trying to think of what kind of interesting things can be found along the, along the journey. Uh, there are a few things you guys didn't see, and I basically made myself a small chart of like, every day I'd roll to see what may possibly happen, and there's a good chance nothing will, because that's largely what happens when you travel on the ocean. Mm. Um, but when you're off the, the trade routes, like you are with, with the current venture, you know, I, I use that that chart to kind of keep in mind of like what might happen, and like the Harpy encounter was one of them, and it kind of made it up as it as it occurred. Right. Um, so for me, it's a lot of not forcing events necessarily every single day, because otherwise nobody would ever fucking be on a boat <laughs> in a fantasy <laughs> yeah, right. world. Like, no, that is that is the worst job in the world. <laughs> that is no. Um, so I went to like Mark Wahlberg from the from the happening there. What? No. What? Um, no. But yeah, for me it was. I'm learning and trying to, to find it to be like both uh, an adventurous, kind of freeing sensation, you know, kind of the open sea with all the endless possibility. I kind of right. put up this map that you guys now have access to where you kind of, there there is a story thread you're following now, but uh, depending on where things resolve in the future, if you guys wanted to try and just go somewhere on that map, you know, figure that out, I, I wanted to kind of. You know, build a space where you guys could sandbox a little bit. It's
3: a dope map, honestly. Oh, it finally, yeah. Came, yeah. In, finally islands came in. And reefs and like. Oh yeah, I saw it.
0: Y'all uh, opened up the world, Final Fantasy style. I mm-hmm. yeah,
1: it's Yeah, uh, I, I want to touch I guess every for, part of it. For, for, for DMing it, it's it's allowing enough intrigue and possibility out there where the players can utilize the ship they have at their disposal to, to go look for what these different threads might lead to, and coming up with interesting encounters that uh, both capitalize on the region and
2: capitalize on the limitations of being on the ship, too. But you know them so well by now that is when you're preparing, is there one way that you go, I'm pretty sure they're going to go, I'm still going to prep two or three yeah, other things? That's how most like. works.
1: Once, once you've known, gotten to play with your players for a little bit, you begin to get a sense of the the general possibility they'll go in this direction. Because you can't prep. Every possibility, right. you would go crazy. So you go, you go. This is probably where they're going, and I'll put a lot more effort probably into this path, and then I'll pepper through a few other loose ideas. And sometimes they'll go the path you expect, and you're like, yes, I prepared properly. And sometimes they'll go completely in the fucking opposite direction. You're like, okay, let's see where this goes. And then eventually, <laughs> you try and marry it, or just. Follow that path where, where where it ends up leading.
2: Who was the NPC in the first campaign that you had to make up like randomly out of nowhere, and then ended up becoming a bigger? There's Victor and Senekir were two was that got Sinekir. made up. On I, on the I forgot about yeah. Victor Sinekir. too. Yeah.
1: Okay. Creepy
3: ass voice.
1: Yep. Yep. You guys. Want, you know what? You know what we're gonna do today? It's a Tuesday. Let's go to the fire plane. You wanna go to City of Brass? Sure. I'm like, right? Didn't didn't finish that preparation. Oh,
3: uh, <laughs> it happens. But it, it's just in your brain. And then Let's we had go. one of the best NPCs ever. <laughs> Yeah, and the little fucking. I for
0: Ashley for ages. Yeah, <laughs> that
3: box, man. That yeah. box was. Oh, I love it. She kept waiting for for, for it to little shop of horrors, and it never mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, sometimes, sometimes the box of ashes is just a box. Can We of check on the ashes. box, guys. Can we go check on the box? Yeah. Can we go check on the box.
1: <laughs>
2: well, you yeah. never know, man. You never
3: know. I
0: still but think y'all are gonna go back. Like the Mighty Nine are gonna end up going to Tal'Dorei, and that box is gonna have that tree is gonna have just been wreaking havoc.
3: Danny, seriously, I have theories whipping tendrils. Don't steal Matt's (laughs) idea. People impaled on its thorns.
1: Just
3: ashes,
2: guys. Yeah. Ashes, ashes. Guys, sprawl, sprawl.
1: Sprawl, sprawl. Sprawl, sprawl. For both of you.
2: Sprawl. I don't don't know what the fuck's (laughs) happening now.
1: Mine, 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 mine,
2: mine. mine. We're all sleep-deprived and continue, please. Guys, (laughs) stay on track here. Can't believe I'm the one that has to call out you guys on staying on target here. Normally it's the other way around. This for both of you. How much? How much research did slash are you doing on boats, sailing, etc., to help prepare for the game? Now that the gang is on the ocean, you guys both know a fair amount about boats already uh, and how a boat works. Travis, you know a little bit. You've thrown out some terms. Yeah,
3: and, yeah. There's uh,
2: seats and a wheel and <laughs> uh, a hull. No, you're, you're describing Taliesin's basement. <clears throat> yes,
3: <laughs> yes. I, I have actually been on boats uh, most of my life, M- more like like ski boats and other like recreational crafts, not not sailboats per se. I was never really a big like sunfish, even sailboat guy, at, like you know summer camp or whatever. Mm. Um, so I know that there is a sail and a mast and a rudder and a helm and things like that. But when it comes to fucking pirate ships. And the mizzen mast and the mast and the fucking trow buckle <laughs> and the like, goddamn! I don't know that shit. Uh-huh. I didn't know it. Uh, I I wrote a I wrote a backstory that had sailor in it, so it, uh, one would think that I might research it a little bit. I didn't. You were thinking sailor? <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I yeah. So and I, ironically, when you chose a sailor background and wrote a backstory
1: that had some like some modicum of researched sailor lingo in it. I think it. three, I think there yeah, were three, like three terms. terms. I was like, I found them. oh shit, Travis knows a shit about boats, yeah, I should've learned. I should've fucked so up. So I began heavily researching uh, elements, especially as they got close to the coast and and then took this this boat out in the ocean. I was like, okay, I am I made like graphs of like all the different parts of the boat, both from an overhand view and from like the decks below. No, you didn't. Yeah, I have my my, my, my DM screen
2: so I can reference it when I go to. It. Oh, lucky you, Travis, because you know what you get now is Matt going, you would know from previous experience that, and then he spills out all this shit that he had to research That's because you did. I was just trying to keep up with him. I, I didn't, didn't want Travis <laughs> to be like
1: giving me terminology about what he was doing as and I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck that does. Right. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I have to hold, you know, a, 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 that this thin veneer of, of confidence behind that screen. And so I was like, all right, cool, I'm keeping up with Travis. And then we, we get to that moment in the campaign and he gives me this look like, what? I'm like, you're oh, like,
3: come on, man. Come You're on, killing man. me. You're killing me, small. I should have read, like, I raise the tapestry and the boat goes away. Like, I figure <laughs> we hop on airships and horses. <laughs> and you? it's never like, you know, how do you lace the saddle up or how do you adjust the stirrups? Like, we got on the boat, I was like, we get in the boat and we leave. And then, it, like, he's like, how do you leave? I'm like, what? What are, you, what are you talking about? The
2: narrative about? thrives on detail, Travis. Oh, I know, but it was you perfect. You can't just raise up some sheets and leave. you got to describe
0: that well, it, was, it was
2: also the fact that you, you were the only person that knew how to sail on that boat. That's that part, yeah.
1: And nobody else had any previous experience, yep. and you cannot I operate just figured, a boat. Like,
3: everybody in this world knows how to operate a boat, right? Ready? It's like riding a horse. Everybody can ride a horse. <laughs> So every
0: actor who puts on their resume that they know how to ride a horse until they get to set and are suddenly faced with having to ride a horse. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, oh fuck, I don't actually know how to ride a horse. Technically, until
3: they fall off the horse, they they do know how to ride a horse. I mean, yes, but still,
0: I'm just saying. Everybody has that moment of like, I'm just going to lie on this, it's totally fine. I speak Mandarin <laughs> on my resume. Right. Hey, you're the only one in the office who knows how to speak Mandarin. There you go. Right.
3: Shit. Right. <laughs> I've, tried to do, I've tried to do a little bit more research in the ample amounts of, of time that I have just because we're so spoiled by, by Matt, right? Like, I, I literally, no, I literally thought that we would get on the boat and we'd be like, okay, we shove off and we head out to sea and I never thought about the fact that nobody had been on a boat before and that I was the only one that had a sailor Mm. background and that I might need to like dole out some orders and shit and never, I was just like, Caleb's below decks. With an enforcer, he is super squishy. I'm gonna go help, and then Bo's like, "Ford, how do I sail?" <laughs> this is fucking typical yep. for today. This is just typical. Yep. It, it wouldn't have been a major issue if you guys had like booked
1: passage. Totally right. You know, if or, it wasn't on us, there's right. nobody there to operate the boat. Right, and that's the thing is like there were plenty of people that had, and I was kind of expecting there to be like an eventual point in the narrative and in Nicodranus where you would have it's like true. hired a ship to take you on board it's or to, like to get where you're going. I wasn't
3: expecting you to just like almost out of the gate. The hijack true. one. We didn't with steal. No crew. We didn't steal an airship last year. We fucking rented. We we bought a ticket. We took a ride. Yeah. I totally forgot about that part. I was like, we go, and you'll be like, you go. And that's Dang. true. When you buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you buy a ticket. But yeah. I love it. It's it's made. It's making a very a
1: very different approach to to the narrative now well, yeah, than I it, was expecting.
3: It's important. I I should have done a moderate level of research on something that I have really no experience in, just to be more familiar with it. And so it's causing me now to catch up to the homework that that, you did. That I'm proud of. See, there you go. I'm excited, thank you, I appreciate it. Yes, I will probably, we'll see how this week goes, being it's in front of a live crowd. (laughs) I'm sure I will embarrass myself to tears, and it'll all be fine.
2: That's every
1: live show for all of That's us, right. so we're fine.
2: This
3: is such a weird
2: metaphor for your guys' friendship. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying
3: to catch up with you, I was trying to catch up with you, I was trying to catch up with you. <laughs> so good to
2: me. I love Aww. it. Guys. Oh, there we go. Why are you showing me when that's happening? God damn it. (laughs) Oh, man, there goes my Tumblr time later. Yep. (laughs) IMB Tyler wants to know Matt, how do you feel about the Mighty Nine picking up Orly, especially being a fan sourced NPC? Did you intentionally leave the navigator spot hard to fill because you hoped they would try to recruit everyone's new favorite turtle? In those moments, Mm. I expected Orly was going to hopefully be a consistent
1: source of information for the time they were in Nicodranus. his attachment to uh, to Lepoel, uh, to Marius um, and mentioning that if they needed to go and find uh, you know a way to to book passage somewhere i was hoping that orly would be eventually a character that they could go to and i give him a nudge to be like this person might be a help to you he seems to be well connected when they'd stolen the ship and really only had one person who had any idea of what you know what their position was in the boat they can't get anywhere without a navigator. And I remember I'd previously kind of designed him to be kind of a navigator, you know, second mate type uh, uh, character. So it made sense in the time. The only other figure they know that has already told them that he had that skill set is this turtle. And it allowed me the possibility of having this awesome community created NPC oh, be a little god. more prominent in the story. It also means I have to be at the ready to drop into that one-eyed Damn Cajun, Cajun more <laughs> often. my god, I'm Kill so happy. It's so good. It's so much fun. Well, it's, it's so fun.
3: good. It's hard to pay attention to what you're saying because you're just grinning at the way you're saying it. Like, it's so fun <laughs> I <listening> know.
2: To. <laughs> I know that it's a near impossible task, but I hope there's some epic cosplay that happens with, oh, I feel like that's God, so, that's going to be can't. a hard, hard, hard costume, but I know you guys can do it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, You could do anything. I've seen people do like spot on Krogans for Mass Effect. You can mm-hmm. pull off an Orly, you guys, can pull off, it off really. I have faith. It's trying to talk to people in the accent. That's going to be hard. But they could just listen to you do it over and over. Like, oh man, so they have this amazing, that amazing jester uh, cosplayer that put up the video recently.
3: Donut.
1: Oh my! This community keeps. Was butt. Just, just, that was yeah, crazy Incredible stuff. Like, oh, fuck, that
3: sounds just like me. Yeah, it was I, was like, yeah I think really
2: some good. of us retweeted that. But Danny, find that and retweet it from the talks account if you don't mind, so, so we okay. can show so people good. who didn't get to see it. Ended up on the Reddit too. I was so glad to see her getting a lot of love. Travis. Yep. Now, this person's screen name is something we can all hope for. Whale World Peace wants to know <laughs> when Ford dipped his falchion in the sea, was he trying to reach out to his patron? Is Ford expecting more visions, dreams, or other forms of contact now that he's in and around the ocean?
3: Uh, I mean, yes, in a roundabout kind of way. Like, I think. <clears throat> I think it's been a while since he had a vision, um, and he knows that every time he uses the sword in a, in a powerful manner, there's like a spray of you know, salt water. Um, and when he brought everybody to the beach, there was a moment that, it was so funny, there was a moment that I wished I did later on the drive home, which had just been like trying some simple like, movements, and maybe some patterns and repetitions with the sword from you know the days that he was trained in it, and seeing if the ocean would react in some way. And it was, somebody fucking did it as fan art, like, oh, you know, yeah, like the, later that right. week. I was like, who, right. who is in my brain? Oh my god! <laughs> um, but I, I did want to, at some point, either go down in like the middle of the night or something and just see if the sword reacted with water, and it, it didn't, right? And I didn't know if that might trigger a vibration, or if I would feel something, or if there would be a, Connection because I I, right now that that avenue of communication just seems one-sided. I I don't know if there's another way to you know. Mm. Star sixty-nine. That motherfucking (laughs) phone. Star (laughs) sixty-nine. What a callback. Star sixty-nine. Man. Right. Nice for all you young viewers. What did you type to block your number so you couldn't see what it was? Star. Star six Seven. seven. Eighty-seven? It was sixty-seven, wasn't it? I think it was all sixes. Damn. Maybe
2: I never. Maybe I had it wrong, and I tried. I thought my number was blocked. Foster's
3: (laughs) calling (laughs) again. That connected them to a landline. Damn, Patrick Foster keeps thinking
2: he's blocking his number. (laughs) He just won't stop calling. Hey, it's me, Jim, again.
3: Okay, Jim. (laughs) Sure, Jim.
2: (laughs) Well, speaking of Jim, let's give away. Tonight's GIF of the week. Oh my god! The best segue ever.
1: Yeah. Flying the twins. Yeah.
2: What? God, I love those little animations. They're so good. I do. Thank you, Wendy Doodles. Our winner for GIF of the week of episode 35 of Campaign Two was sent in by Jacob Honeycut at Jacob Honey. Let's take a look.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. What is this during? Which, which part is this? Why this is, is he so distraught? This is when all of you guys were
1: focused on each other during the first like 20 minutes of the campaign. <laughs> Everyone's and losing it. And this his is phase. Just having his, his oh, breakdown right. on that side of the ship. Oh,
3: right, right. That's yeah. so good. I love how so much! I didn't so even much. know he was doing that. There uh. are
2: so many real life. Times that I can use that gift. Oh man, for that stuff. Oh man, I didn't even. Yeah, that was uh, a. junior year of high like, school. He's
3: like, hey, we slaughtered everybody, oh.
2: <laughs> Yep.
3: <gasps>
2: yeah, he's got a little bit uh, of a FO different commits. worldview. I love him so much. I can't wait to bring him on again and talk about some of the interesting stuff that's yeah, been C- going Caduceus on. Caduceus is We're getting. We're getting behind some of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. He's that, that lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, congrats to you, Jacob. You have won this. Wildemount set. The, the mount. Yeah, I will
1: fight you. Will Don't up. do
2: it, man, I'm fragile. Now these, Whoa. Daniel, give me some love on my, did you see that? You're fragile, fragile. but you're quick. Did you see that Damn. shit, my man? These are awesome. Daniel, would it help you if I didn't put my other hand in the way? <laughs> so these are like, it might help if your hands weren't so sweaty. They're not sweaty, they're lubricated. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> it is perspective.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <sighs> yes, yes,
2: <sighs> yes. Gotta get ready for the Why trip. Are you so gross? Don't forget. I'm sorry, Danny. I forgot there it's was just a well moisturized, alright? Yeah. like a gentleman. Come on. I forgot there was a youngster in the room. Danny, I apologize. Guys, don't forget to submit. <laughs> for GIF of the Week by emailing your gift to submit at toxmachina.com. Congrats, Jacob. Moving on. Matt. Yes. Uh, Liam's not here to do the voice, Danny. Cuttlefish333 wants to know. Cuttlefish. Liam, norm- yeah, thank you, do it again. Cuttlefish. That's pretty close, That's I pretty like good. it. Uh, Cuttlefish333, Matt, the scene with the jellyfish was very beautiful and atmospheric. Did you have that plan for the night, no matter what took, no matter who took watch, or for when it was the right moment? When I said like I have that that, that thing that I roll, that uh, that
1: you know series of possible things, half of it's nothing, some elements of it are just natural, uh you know beautiful things mm. that occur. Like I have like like uh, natural sights of beauty. As one of the choices, and you know, because you just find they're, they're new to the ocean, a lot of them are new to the ocean, and just having these, these things they pass by that are breathtaking or ominous. Um, you know, I want those to just be part of the narrative as well, not everything be just either you're fighting something or you're not. Yeah. And so when they're out that night, depending on when people high, roll high perception, uh, and what had come up in that role for there was it was a natural sight of beauty. And so I was like, what would make sense tonight that they would see with the low light? how about a you know a jellyfish bloom that is giving off a bit of kind of you know bioluminescent energy and uh which just worked out really well it was an improvised part of the narrative based on a few rolls and oh, it, no
3: too
2: damn smart oh cool i just came up with this fucking amazing thing on I the know. spot i hate I hearing shit like that because <laughs> what because it's like if I tried to plan something and I wrote it out and I edited it and I wrote it and I wrote it, yep. I would never
3: nope. get the prose uh-huh. as beautiful as that's how you do it. That's not true at all. And the nope. fact that I'd be like, a, a whale is. breached the surface because it was like oh, Come on, and man. And a fin came over and crushed the ship. That's on an eight. Your, oh, that's an eight. Your eight. brain is a beautiful thing.
2: Did you watch a lot of Planet Earth? I've watched a lot of Me Planet too. Earth. Me yeah. too. It's pretty great. Travis, pretty good, yes. Let's get his brain insured. I've been saying it for quite some time. <laughs> I
3: don't know
2: if that's possible, Could but we I'll look into it. Maybe, yeah. Could we maybe clone it?
3: I think you need to get like a I biopsy. of have some of it taxes for schedule, I need to so pay. Please. Okay.
2: <laughs> Travis, Danny Spud Two has a question for you. Danny Spud Two. He's just Danny a Spud, Not so here. Danny Spud. But no, the it's D A N N Y. There it is. It's right here. Danny
3: Spud Two.
2: I don't know why it sounded like it needed to be sung that way. It did. Uh,
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Nickelbuck, Nickelbuck? Nickelbuck presents. Nickelbuck <laughs> The Nickelback
2: cover band, Nickelbuck, you know.
1: Oh yeah.
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
2: Travis. We're yes, taking a dark turn. You reeled off, yeah, anytime Nickelback is invoked, you reeled off <laughs> an impressive amount of info about the sea and islands around this area was all this just things you knew already from Matt or did you memorize it ready for this week's episode since you guys knew you'd be out in the areas
3: uh actually there was so the map that came out I got like a quick sneak peek at it before the game started and I love like reefs just from scuba diving and stuff yeah. so I just memorized those cuz I figured if most of the trade routes didn't go over uh, reefs, so if we were to hit one of those, that would be one thing that would be immediately dangerous to a ship. And I just love the names that he came up with. Um, I couldn't remember which ones were around an island because I think there are two that are around an island, one that's next to an island, and then another two that aren't they don't have you know uh, land masses around mm. them. Um, and so I just rattled that off and then, the third one, I guess, was was the one that was the closest. But I had said, you know, are, are we going to, do I know, like, the Lucidian Ocean? He was like, yes, so that's why you get, like, this this early little sneak peek at it. Um, yeah, but
1: certain not, people's backgrounds tie into certain areas. I'll email them information that their character would know about the world that perhaps other characters wouldn't. So, that, oh. so it's not just me always feeding the information, it mm. gives that character and that player an opportunity to be like, oh, actually, I am an, you know, a little more of an expert in this than the other people are. Yeah. It's, a, it's a cool way of empowering uh, the player, part of their, their story. Yeah, because he's not
3: like Caleb, he doesn't remember it, like you know, photo, photographic memory, or anything like right. that, but nice to be able to say, like, is it one of these three, and have a good role because shit roll and we go the wrong direction. Yeah. Fair yeah. to
2: say Caleb has a pyrographic memory. Oh, hey. I I was the dad. Guys. He's working on it early. That wasn't a dad joke. That was, I never had a dad joke. (laughs) That's an important (laughs) distinction. Had to look look over at Max to see if we lost him. Make sure he wasn't (laughs) going to blow dart me. Matt. Yes. um, Clockwork Jack. Has a question for you. As a dungeon master, how does it feel to have a character with such godlike perception as Caduceus in the party? Does it ever change the way you plan the story, or it just makes things more interesting for the audience? For me, I think it makes things more interesting for the party. I mean, we've had there have been a number
1: of things in the past that, that nobody ever noticed. Yeah, why the
3: fuck is he so perceptive? What is the what's the is deal? A
1: super high wisdom. And he he took proficiency in perception and insight. He he's just a very naturally insight. Well, that's kind of what Keyleth was for the last campaign. Okay, uh, you know, in a way. Uh, and and Vex had a really high perception as well, but not a lot of you guys put a lot of emphasis in being able to perceive and suss out the intentions of other characters and, and, and figures. And when when Taliesin made Caduceus, he like specifically engineered him to be this. This very sensitive, very open, very perceptive uh, figure, and it's it's so it's, al- it's already made a lot of situations where I'm like, "All oh, oh, you guys missed everything except for you, Caduceus. You figured mm. this thing out." Or like, "All oh, of you guys, you can keep moving, Caduceus. You see the strange object. You know, like it's it's been kind of cool." And once again, you, you want to reward a player for their strengths. You know, uh, yeah. th- th- there are some people that are much better at combat scenarios, and will get the most kills. And those moments are awesome. Some players that are really good at, uh, you know, clever uh, solutions to problems through spell use or you know, in- ingenuity. There are some players that, that you, you know, like Caduceus, who specifically his character is really good at noticing unseen details about things around him. And uh, these are opportunities now to reward him for building a character who's focused on that.
3: Mm. Was he always like that from the first episode, or just over the last two? It feels like he's really like dropped the fucking hammer. Perception. He, he's wise. always
1: had a high perception, but it's just there's, on, there's only been a handful of moments where it's been able to really shine. Yeah, yeah. where it's called
3: into play. Yeah. Really
0: rode for like a really long time, and he was
3: exactly like a fucking psychic for a little while in this last episode. <laughs> I was like, What the shit? Yeah, just most most of the Mighty Nine are just like cool. Whatever's going on. <laughs> hey man, we're not shit fucking shallow. <laughs> Not just shallow. <laughs> you're or just preoccupied. You're, you're preoccupied. You're preoccupied. Yeah. 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 You got your own Distracted. shit here.
1: Distracted.
2: Distracted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> preoccupied with being selfish. Yeah. Well, oh. to be fair, it
1: kind of makes sense for Caduceus too. Caduceus being being a person that seeing a lot of these things you guys are experiencing for the first time, uh, and being very open and eager to kind of to take in all these new sights and experiences. I like the fact that he's also one that goes like, "This is pretty cool." Wait you know it's a, mm. it's a, it's a fun quirk yeah. for him against the rest of you yeah that's
2: his rp is nuts as this character yeah. oh god oh he it's, it, it's it, so he's good. He, when he says something it's a fucking gold mine like when he finally does say something cuz i feel like he's a lot more quiet he's just sort of getting in there when he needs to and when he does it's like ah oh, it cuts well i will say to tallison as we've all seen is a clever motherfucker. Oh
1: yeah, yeah completely. And, I, and and I've almost always exclusively, in all the years I've played with him, he's played intelligent characters because it's a comfortable space for him mm. to be able to play up that kind of intellectual superiority, you know, aspect that he enjoys kind of really, uh, like, battling with wits. Yeah. And then when he made Caduceus and decided to put it into a nine intelligence, it's been really fascinating for me, who's been playing with him for so long, to see him for the first time play a very high wisdom, low intelligence character. Nine, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, now you know. If I watched back the show, I would see it. That's yeah, exactly. it's in the thing. Right. I don't think it's a it's big not, surprise. It's not a big but yeah, he's, secret. Yeah, Caduceus is a little slower than the rest of the group, but he's but he's very open to the subtleties of the world around him. Yeah, and, and and I was like, I don't know how Towson's going to play this. And he's been doing it, the more comfortable he gets to the character, especially, he's doing it wonderfully.
3: Oh man. So Heck yeah. good. Oh shit, my mind's, swimming Your mind's now. My mind's blown. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you're always trying to piece together the X-Men, right? right. And, and like the last two episodes, you really saw Caduceus doing a thing, and I was like, oh, we are misutilizing him in a huge way. Right. Let's let's drain him for all he's worth. Yeah. <laughs> At least send him out like 40 yards ahead of, in front everybody else. Like, yeah, just, let's you know. that's suck.
1: what you do with the cleric
3: that can save your life.
1: <laughs> right. Put him out at the very front of the party. Yeah, you've always
3: got Jester, A.K.A. Battle <laughs> Mercy. That. <laughs> you just need to acknowledge it? All right, fair enough. Uh, okay, uh, fair enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, push him out there. Jester will heal everyone. Yep, never, never. Um, Travis, take my mind off the fact Laura might have seen what I just said <laughs> by answering this question from Prof Nesbit. Prof Nesbit. Prof Nesbit. Was the discomfort in leading the group this week a Ford thing or a Travis thing or both? Uh,
3: I think it was both. I think it was both. Um, I don't typically like to give people orders, right? Um, and Ford, Ford was like a first mate on on the ship. That's where he. That's as high as he rose, um, just out of favor that he had with his his former captain. But. Um, in my mind, those were people that he had worked with for years, right? And so there was like this, this kinship and like a shared sense of labor. And uh, I, I think he was receiving orders from the captain and then therefore like, and then, you know, dispersing them, not coming up with the ideas himself. Mm. And for me as a player, I really enjoyed the luxury of an idiot. For the <laughs> first campaign, you know, because right. I just got to be kind of reactionary. And I, if I had ideas and I could think of a stupid way to interject them, then I would. But it is an entirely, entirely different thing. And it's been kind of, a, it's been kind of weird, um, being responsible for everybody, uh, having to make quick decisions when no one else. It really has any input. Like they're even on the boat. I was like, well, "What do we want to do? This is the team." And it's fucking Sam's punk ass and it's like Laura over there. Going, they're like, "You're the only sailor." And I'm right. like, You're "The fucking give me some input. <laughs> Nobody's, nobody's, you know. So I gotta like, I gotta make a choice. Um, yep. And a lot of it, and a lot of it is just uh, I, I'm not slowing things uh, down very well. Like uh, when the ship started closing at the end of the last episode, and I was like, "I'm just gonna run this bitch aground. We're gonna get." Off where we have like some fighting to do, and then Matt's like, You're gonna keep going? I was like, Well yeah, we're we're inside the reef. He's like, You're like a mile and a half from the island. I'm like, Fuck! Okay, uh. how close is th-? I didn't even think to ask like, how close is the boat? What is the positioning to the boat? Mm-hmm. Draw me a little map so I can see where it is so I can make a decision. I just like panicked, oh, yeah. right? So I think I'm just new to quick decision making under duress. I'm getting fucking flustered super fucking easy <laughs> on this boat that I don't <laughs> that I don't understand. <laughs> and a lot of it is just like I'm, I'm a sports guy, and, and when you have a bad day in your game, you're going to sit on the bench, right. right? And I think a lot of me was looking for the bench, like these last two games. I was like, Interesting. I need to find, I'm, I'm over my head. Like, I, I, don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, you well, know? I could tell, not this past
2: episode, but the week before, and Liam and Marisha and I talked about it last week. Was that who was on last week? I'm,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tell you, man. Max's like I wasn't here. <laughs> Max was like I don't fucking watch the show. Uh, you seem tilted. Oh, totally. You I was seemed out. a little tilted the second I half of, yeah.
3: of two weeks ago. Yeah, I was. I had gone far under zero hit points in, in player. Um, right. Because I was. I was just. I was so overwhelmed. Like, yeah. and I, I, I. kept trying little things to come back, and then I would just fuck it up more. And then trying to come back and just fuck it up more, and I was like, God damn. So you're like that with your performance. Totally. Yeah, I'm, I was just frustrated with my lack of knowledge about the ship, my tactical failure, bad bad calls. Not bad rolls. Like I saw a lot of people being like, oh, you got some bad rolls. I really didn't roll that fucking bad. I just made stupid choices. I understand. Um, and I like to think that I'm a pretty like I, like, I think I pay attention to the game really well and what other players are doing, and I wasn't doing that at all for whatever reason. Um, so I was just really like, I was really bumming, but like most sports, uh, this is a this is a team game, but in individual performances, you can't always bench yourself. Yeah. you gotta keep fucking playing, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I was being a little bit of a bitch at like certain points, and then I was like, <laughs> man, I'm so I'm so glad this game is over. And then this last week, there was a little bit more of that residue, and I was like, fuck, I gotta figure out a way to like shake it off and come back. And I gotta like you know, I, I gotta be able to lead in this part until we can get on the on land and not can rip my throat out and take over the you know the party right. um, at least. <laughs>
2: Well, how good.
1: Go I was ahead. gonna say like, it's it's okay and it's 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 totally common to have those off oh, sessions. Sure. Um, I mean, the fact that you finally had a couple is kind of assuring to the rest of us mortals <laughs> in your presence. Um, I was but, gonna like, ask
2: how long, how how often does that happen? For, for everybody, or for?
3: I mean, yeah. Like, how often would you say? Well, I, there's you, a, like you, the difference is if you have a shit. Moment or or something like that. At least in the last campaign, it just kind of rolled off my back because I didn't really care. Like yeah. Grog's an idiot; you can't really get mad at the idiot, or at least I didn't. I wasn't precious Wait, about you, it.
1: We have a character now whose decisions yeah uh, have, have affect other characters in a much more broad sense. Right, which is fascinating. Me and had a long conversation about specifically the difference between Grog and Ford, and watching you stepping into this more. Responsible role and how it and and because of the way it affected you the last couple episodes, but also watching you step up to the task in in the midst of it, especially this last episode, mm. and kind of like coming to your own. It's 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 been really cool and really interesting to watch you kind of take those blows, consider w- the effect it's having on you, what it is you want to get out of this game, and start taking you know even small steps towards kind of you know shifting
3: that for yourself. Mm. Yeah, I I think I had a totally uh, different idea of what my participation in the group would be like. And then the first few games, you know, uh, as someone who's never had high charisma before or magic, I didn't realize that, you know, when they're like, oh, you're the, what are the, the, the head, not the head, the, the face. face. <laughs> the head of the group. Yeah, the face of the group. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm gonna have to talk all the time. That was weird. Um, and then all, all this stuff from this last session, right? And so in between, like that week in between, not that I have a lot of time to do it, I'm really trying to figure out like, okay, all right, how do I, shift things so I don't have a, the repeat of that same thing? And is it like making sure that I delegate people to things and give people more responsibility? And it's just, it's just, um, it's, just it's just been tricky. So, well, I don't know, wow. fair. <laughs> Long ass answer, sorry. No,
2: but, I'm so happy because I, you weren't here last week and I did want to ask about that other game because I knew that you wouldn't be upset by asking about if you were tilted or not, oh, no. you, I, and I, I love that you gave such an honest tilted. reaction to oh, that because. Yes. And, and that goes both ways. I've had many
1: sessions where I walk away from the end of the night. You guys may have had a great time, but I feel like shit. Really? Yeah, it, it, and I'll, I'll go home and tell Marisha about it, and she will be like, "No, everything we're out fine." But I, the question I always ask is, "Like, did you guys have a good time?" That's what's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there'll be times where, like, I'll I'll botch decisions or calls on the side, and I, I keep it hidden because I, you know, it, it's part of what you do as a DM is you kind of. Like I said, bullshit with confidence, but yeah. even some of that bullshit stinks from my side of the screen, and I'm like, fuck, why did I do that? And of course, you know, go online, and I'm like, oh, well, everyone else saw it, too, you know, and it reinforces a little bit, but like, you know, everyone has off nights, and that that's okay, that's okay to all of you people out there that play games and run games, it's okay to have this off nights, oh, heck and yeah, acknowledge it, and if it's really hanging on to you, and you're, it's really kind of dragging you down, then... Talk it out with your other players. Talk it out with your DM, or if you're a DM, you know, go
2: and get a drink with your players and be like, yeah, "Hey
3: guys, I was like, yeah. I'm
2: sorry, I was so fucking
1: off." That's like,
3: super healthy yeah. shake it.
2: because, yeah. as Travis said, you can show up the next week, still carrying some of that baggage, yeah. and then it can really taint the experience. But like, uh, I gotta find a better. Max, what's another word for tank? is
3: an appropriate word can for really, that, Can yes. really grundle the experience. It can
2: really grundle, oh, thank you, <laughs> really Danny. It can maybe. really spoil the experience. <laughs> well, let's do our next giveaway, but before we do, Zach, give me, give me Danny Kim one more time. If they ever remake the craft, do you guys remember yeah, the craft? Oh yeah, totally. I vote Danny I Carr. Yeah. Helm that motherfucker. Welcome to October motherfuckers. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Great this job. is my this is my witch dress. We're get some spiderwebs great job, on that Danny. cage.
2: That's great. Some what? Spiderwebs on that we cage. We should get that spider some spider on the cage. I love that. Um, guys, our next giveaway is for you fans that send in incredible art. It's fan art of the week. Fan art of the week! Yeah! Woo!
0: Art dad. <laughs>
3: The cord on the nip, yeah. just kill it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> hey, the
2: microphone cord is Ooh, literally yeah. rubbing my nipple raw. It's, <laughs> it's upsetting my piercings. It's a horror movie. She has know I, both my nipples are pierced, but they're not like little rings. They're like the big
3: things that people have in their the ear. Game, where it separate. Yeah, I've got two it, small little filigree chain that connects the two of them. Mm-hmm. yeah just dangle. That's where my mic's hanging on right now. That's why hugs get weird with you.
2: Yeah, I do the Superman hugs Yeah, for no, that reason. I don't want to get, yeah. I, I don't want to snag.
3: Loop the nipple chain. I don't out want of to snag on and... somebody.
2: Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> Our winner for episode thirty-five was sent in by Scott King at Peabuggy. Let's take a look. Scott King.
1: Oh
2: that's my so cute. Horaceous. This one was titled "Not, Not a Mom." A mom. Oh yeah, I love it. That's oh, pretty. Look at that poor
1: boy having a rough time on the ocean. <laughs> I
2: love this style too. I love this design.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a great, just like not drawing in general. It's it's the personality and that was great. As always, thank you to everyone who submitted. Congrats to you, Scott. You have won this Peruvian walnut. Peruvian. Speaking of what we were talking about earlier, Peruvian walnut table. Top dice tray. <laughs> now, this one has a distinct smell.
3: I think that's mine from campaign one.
2: This is what you use in campaign one? Yeah, it probably smells like musk Man, and beer. It's yeah. <laughs> thankfully both. Beer musk. Uh, thanks to our <laughs> friends at Wormwood. Check them out at Wormwood, <laughs> Wormwood Gaming or wor- Wormwood Remember to submit fan art and gifts, submit. At Submit. Rules for our contests are available at CritRoll.com. Remember, unfortunately, our contests are only available to US and Canada, excluding Quebec. But maybe not forever. A question for both of you. Submit. This oh, is from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, he's discovered Slow the trigger secrets of the power. You know. T Mandy's second. Who's having a bigger panic attack in your mind? The players having to deal with nautical nonsense or the DM having to deal with the sheer off-the-rails hilarity this small errand has mutated into. (laughs) You definitely didn't predict this was going to happen no. <laughs> with this group. No. <laughs> we
3: so much shit, Nicodranas, so fast. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta it's go back, yeah, man. There, was, there, was, there was like
1: a whole, there was a whole bunch of shit, Nicodranas, that uh, you guys were probably gonna come across. Oh, God, I I was, talking was about it, this was on the it, ride
3: home. We were like, I love how he gave us a fucking wizard's tower, and then when we even came back in to get the crew, Matt's like, so you know. They think it was infighting on the ship. So you guys are probably good. We're like, cool. We're stuck in the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm good for like, now. <laughs> like, like, there's still, there's stay. still some shit in that city unresolved. <laughs> we could have stayed and explored yeah. some more, but know, now
1: we're like, I we're I mean, like Al- Algar had a had an employee that that ran off when you guys were attacked originally. What? what? There's still like threads
3: in the city. Oh no. Had an employee that ran off when we when we attacked him underneath the yeah. thing. Yeah, there were well, four people. When well, he, out he there? attacked you, there was somebody that he was with that he sent off.
0: Not high wisdom, though.
1: Oh no! Oh shit! There's still there's a
2: whole there's there's a lot of adventure in Nicodranas still when you return. Yay! Who was it that said to Laura like, "Sorry about your, <laughs> sorry about was it you? Sorry yeah. about what we did to your hometown? Oh no! I think I think <laughs> it, I think it might have been <laughs> Sam. Sam, you can yeah. never come yeah.
0: back here. Yeah.
3: Sorry, you can never come back. I was back trying here. to tell her we'll go back because. Yeah. That jellyfish guy going kind of fuck me up. I was but, like, God
1: damn! But like, but like, once again, sometimes the <laughs> stories you have prepared aren't as interesting as the stories the players are going That's on. That's So true. Yeah. So you just kind of follow where it goes, and if they come back to it, some of them might still be prominent or, or available, uh, and ramifications for not coming back
3: may also be present. Mm. But the adventure they would have had in the meantime is going to be awesome, right? excited like for that. Matt, Matt's easily wigging out more because I am wigging out a thousand percent over the nautical shit. The rest of the group is fucking loving it like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they are eating up my panic with spoons and forks. Mm-hmm. It, it is. Not knives. Just well, well
1: after three years of you getting off easy as having such a low oh, intelligence yeah. character,
3: they're enjoying seeing the tables turned a little. That's true, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I'm looking around for like some mirror of panic and they're all like, how oh, is it, motherfucker? Yep. <laughs> yep. like, right. okay. right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. How
2: them spell slots coming, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's true, you did, you did kind of come in easy with the warlock. Yeah. Travis, Feraldin Pride wants to know, it was mentioned before, that Ford has some confidence issues. Mm. Now that he's the captain of the mistake, is he feeling an enormous amount of unwanted
3: pressure or an opportunity to prove himself? Definitely the first one. Mm. Definitely unwanted pressure. Um, <clears throat> I, I mean, his entire life, he, he did not try to stand out, right? And I think his, um, his race prevented that. I think uh, unwanted attention where he grew up prevented that um and as much as he tried to he just wanted to disappear and for people not to look at him differently um even even working with Vanderin when he was when he was younger he was just glad to have a role right that uh that didn't require too much spotlight or anything else he just wanted to i think he just wanted to live like a life and have a role and have an existence and that would have been enough for him um, to be thrust into this thing with a bunch of people that are fucking fantastic and have insane abilities uh, and backgrounds and are so diverse, um, he feels more at home because he feels like his unique looks are, fit into that. But then being put in charge of that, like he he's he's, he's reeling so much from the Lorenzo, you know, kidnapping. Like mm. he already felt like he let him down by being out on watch and getting snagged and you know Molly's death and all that other stuff so now being out on sea and like oh you're you you're on a ship you know what to do and I'm like oh yeah so it's funny from a character perspective and a player's perspective both I I think I think I knew that a high charisma character would would naturally take some sort of those leadership roles but when they happened I found myself going like oh shit, no, I don't want to do it. Right, <laughs> right, right.
2: But also, too, I mean, how, how, how many days has it been, or how much time has passed since the Lorenzo kidnapping? Uh, it's probably been close to three weeks or yeah. so. Three okay. weeks, maybe four. Still pretty just, fresh. At this point, probably four still weeks. Pretty, still pretty That's fresh. we still pretty fresh.
3: We're, start, we're trying to keep it light, right? There was a beach day and we're mm-hmm. fucking drinking and saw, you know, Jester's mom and everything. but. Jesus, you know, going going near unconscious and almost burning a ship, and now being out on a boat where, you know, nobody knows what they're doing except for Ford. Like that's 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 a that's lot. That's a lot of pressure. That's a crowded ship too. That is. Yeah, and coming across what could potentially be a hostile pirate ship is bad news for the most well-trained of crews. Much oh less <laughs> one guy, some drunk assholes that we picked up at a port, and a bunch of greenhorns. Like yeah, fuck. Yeah. Don't you fucking <laughs>
2: He's doing that evil Stop shit again. again. Like, right. God damn it, <laughs> why are we doing this live? This is my joy. Can we play this
1: out by oh, we're texting.
2: <laughs> I, I had no idea where we were going to hit for the live
1: show, and as you as, oh. as got to that point in the last episode, I was
3: like, oh, this is going to be great. There was, there was actually a moment last, where, where you were like, and we'll pick this up in New York, and I, 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 I was so crestfallen, I don't know what the fuck I was <laughs> really? thinking. That was the moment that I was like, Fuck! I didn't even think that that, that what was going to happen next show. would be live. I, I forgot, too, and then when he said that, i go, oh shit, next Thursday in, in
2: New York.
1: That's <laughs> going to be crazy. Oh,
3: oh, oh, I'm taking the boat out, oh, god dang it.
2: Oh, man.
1: I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun, yeah.
3: It's going to be fun. It's going to be great!
2: Yeah! <laughs> I'm fucking stoked! <laughs> yeah! Damn right. Matt. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, no? <laughs> oh, no. When he's reacting, what? I'm worried. I'm <clears throat> really worried. This is a question from Moose Knuckles Sandwich.
3: That's actually <laughs> one of my favorite football teams. <laughs> is it really? Moose Knuckles,
2: yeah. Uh, it's Moose Knuckle Sandwich? Moose. Moose, Moose Knuckles. Moose yeah. Knuckle. Yes, Matt, that's right. it's no. had you decided okay. whether Marion had heard about the suicide before Jester sent her message? Was it? Um. Uh, she had not yet. Okay. It wasn't the type of
1: information that gets around quickly. They'd only been gone for a day or so. Um, and even, maybe not even that, that much. So, rumor spreads fairly quickly in some circles of Nicodronus, but Marion also isn't heavily in those social circles because she keeps to herself within her room, so they, that information had gotten to her. Like, a lot of what had happened at the dock, even then, I mean, I looked at it after everything went down because I was like, how much is this going to affect Nicodronus and their involvement there? From the guards' perspective, they came upon what looked to be some sort of a scuffle at the docks, there were some dead bodies, and then a bunch of people jumped into a ship and took the fuck off.
3: No guards were killed. No guards were killed. No property damage.
1: And a woman and a woman seemed to kill herself and they could never recover her body. The dock was burned. So, right. So they're like, all right, there's this mystery of this woman that apparently killed herself, we know the basis of what she looks like, and the bodies that we found were identified as outlaws that had bounties on them. So we don't know who. We have record of the ship, the Mist, that was apparently taken in this, under either a false name or the people that owned it previously were killed. But all we know is the ship is gone. It wasn't a big enough deal for them to send out like their whole fleet. It was like we'll send out some ships to look for any possibility of of the ship is still in the area, which they managed to dodge on the way in, and so, you know. There are some elements and repercussions of some of the things that may play into things down the road, but given, given how it played out, as chaotic as it was, there weren't, there weren't immediate serious consequences <laughs> to what went down. We didn't
3: have that over. We didn't have that Overwatch, that overview at all. We were no. like, the whole world's coming after us. We gotta get the fuck out and of here. And, and be fair, at the end of the episode, I kind of was like in that same mood. I
1: was like, oh man, this shit's fucked. And then after the week, I went back to like write the you know the preparation for the next episode. I was like, they, they're not completely fucked. There's just like some threads of, of fuckery out there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, some, some
3: simple fuckery. Yeah, I mean, like, like basic if, misdemeanors. If,
1: if you had rolled poorly to to avoid the boat, then there could have been like a whole boarding scenario That's with right. one of the fleet ships. Uh, if you guys hadn't all been able to hide your your true selves into right. the city, you guys right. have an enti- almost an entire party that can do that, which
3: is pretty great. Yep. That would have been a little sticky. Um, Man, yeah, like it's some panicky, bitches. Yeah. yeah, we got to get a better, we got to do a better job of like evaluating the
1: situation. There was a whole sequence when the guards arrived in that that battle, and you were the one closest to them. I was like, if Ford decides to interface with them and try and play off some sort of a deceit as to what's happening at the dock and rolls well, he might be able to, to shrug them off. And, and it, what did I do? I jumped in the water. He did. I mean, but you know what? On those brand. are the choices you make. Uh. On brand. But like but 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 that's, you know, that that's kind of what I'm teaching the 99 in some scenarios too is Not every conflict is resolved through combat, necessarily. And these characters learning that they all grew up in a very, a lot of them in very skittish scenarios where where the world is constantly oppressive and they need to defend themselves physically whenever something seems to be a threat to them. I'm hoping through these journeys and some of these experiences that that becomes a little more of a learning curve for them. That's not always the answer.
2: Yeah, completely. Um, We got a few minutes left, Travis. Banana tits. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Oh yeah, it does say banana tits, Jesus. (laughs) You guys are fucking killing it with the fucking screen names and I love love it so much. (laughs) Travis, what did Ford think of his discussion with Jester after seeing the jellyfish and her follow-up statement that sometimes the things that are the most beautiful are the things that can hurt you the most? That was such an amazing was a, moment that whole in this sequence episode. Was so beautiful, and that was cool. I came out of nowhere. I, had I
1: love no that, though. I
3: love that. I love that. That was spontaneous. Yeah, I, I was kind of in awe of my wife at that moment, um, just because her emotional availability is second to none. Right? She can just turn it on like at the drop of a dime. And then to take that beautiful moment and be so introspective about her character, and then point all of you know, I was trying to like ask her questions like trying to make Jester feel better, and then she pointed it like dead on at me, and I was like, oh god, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she flipped if, the
2: mirror around. Yeah,
3: you know, because you want to be like, it's okay, Jester, it's, it's fine. And then it, that comment, I was like, is it? Is she talking about me? Is mm. she talking about something else? You don't want to assume, and then you catch yourself at the fucking table, right. like having the in-head <laughs> conversation. And you're like, "Oh God, reply quickly! Be charismatic!" <laughs> I'm not that person, though. Wait, hold on. Right. right. <laughs> so I was just trying to be sensitive, and and you know, I was just trying to do something that would make her feel better. But man, it left both of us, before it and and me, like just shook. Like, oh. I mean, yeah, right, because she's, I. I interpreted it one way, and you know, that's there have been like gentle like teasings, but man, that was when the, when the emotions are real. Travis, like, oh, you and God. I are
0: gonna have a conversation later. I'm not doing, doing more. it anymore. <laughs> <to> <laughs> it is,
1: it is kind of cool watching uh, in this dynamic the more you guys travel together, the more you trust in each other. Um, who begins to, f- to fill out which roles in that group? um, you and Caleb both kind of taking the more leadership roles, mm-hmm. but not in a competitive way, in a like, please, you take this type of yeah. scenario. And it's kind of this this, this tennis match in the two of you of, of allowing each other to, to handle certain moments, but I don't know, I'm really fascinated to see where it all goes. Me of of who, who accepts positions, who rejects them, who you know, where where the dynamics, I love it. I fucking love d
3: d Oh yeah, my god. It's, I know. Uh, it's very unexpected. I, I would have thought from you know, this is the reverse for me too. After playing the entire first campaign, I'd be like, I could be the smart one. I can make <laughs> tactical decisions for everybody. Why are these people choking? Why is this spell not working properly? All this stuff. I was a fucking fool. <laughs> 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 I knew nothing of the world. What a chump ass bitch.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Okay,
2: Matt, yeah. our last question. Okay. Charlie Boychuk. There seems to be a common theme of redemption and change sprouting in recent episodes as the Mighty Nine look at their respective pasts and grow a desire to be better people. Was this something you'd planned on, as you've mentioned, that you had wanted to play with different themes this campaign? It's something I'm hoping for, you know? And I say hope for because there's only so much I
1: can instill upon the will of the party. Um, you know, it's, it's so much give and take between me and the players, and there are many, with each campaign, with every story I try and tell, there are themes I want to explore, and some the players kind of agree upon and, and, and take up instinctually, and you're like, all right, great. Sometimes they go, no, no, I'm not interested in that right now, I'm interested in pursuing this aspect, and then you're like, okay, well, I'll facilitate that path as well. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested, because it's such a different dynamic from Vox Machina, mm-hmm. and it is a very different type of story. It's a bunch of characters who come from very fractured histories, and are are really only finding, and, and similar to Vox Machina, finding family in each other, but also are trying to see. Whereas Vox Machina, all of them seem pretty confident of who they were, and you know what they wanted to be in the world to a certain extent. This group is very much the opposite, yeah. and they're all kind of these lost souls that are trying to, th- through their connections to each other find a purpose and, and and keep each other safe until they all discover who it is they want to be. Mm. That's how I perceived it so far. And I'm I'm loving it. I'm I'm and I'm 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 comfortable with the pace. There are you know, some people are like it's going too fast, it's going too slow. I don't know where it's I'm like, no fucking I want it to just breathe and be its thing and I want to facilitate it however I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm, I'm happy that those themes are 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 becoming p- prominent in these character arcs, because to me, after everything they've been through, this is—these are the beginning stages of everyone starting to really ask those questions internally and to each other. And I'm—I'm—I'm, I'm, I'm, as, as the kids on the internet say, "I'm here for
3: it." Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm here That's for it. Lot. Those internet kids always coming up with things I don't understand. It's okay, Stan but. ship. What The fuck does it all mean? You know, you, about, know you
0: know what ship means now, Travis. Now
3: I'd ask Liam this week what stand meant.
0: <laughs> what well, you know what stand meant?
3: No, you, I thought they left the D off it or something. I was like, uh, I stand Keith. You like need
2: go. to, <laughs> you need to discover the magic of Urban Dictionary, my friend. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dad. <laughs> Dad. Yep. Dad. That's all the time we have for tonight, folks. Stick around for Talks Mocking After Dark. It's going to be 12 minutes of weirdness. Mm-hmm. I would like to thank Matt Mercer. Thank you, Matt. Th- thank you, buddy. Travis Hi. Willingham, oh, thank her. you, Dude, Travis. That's fun. Yeah. That's a good change. Ah. For, for joining time. us tonight, Critical Role Live from New York City! New York City, <laughs> City! airs this Thursday night. Until then, my friends, don't forget to love each other, as always. Don't worry, it's almost Critical Role Live! Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, like <laughs> that. Wait, you only got
3: two?
0: <laughs> Is it fucking okay. bloodbill?
3: Yeah, do a thing. Do a little thing.
0: Dance for us, dance.
3: Uh-huh. uh-huh. Tallison would know how to do that. Of course my, it doesn't fit on my camera. I'm going to send head. my
2: arse-queef <laughs> you up text. I don't... Yeah, you, you did go. it! Do it again while the camera's on you.
3: Uh. <laughs>
2: We're back. Same show, different channel, same amazing dudes. I think it
3: actually is the same channel.
2: Well, yeah, it is, because there's... I just want you to be... If you watch right? on the that's one channel and then it, you just yeah. stay, all there was was like a little break. and. Why'd you
3: say a different channel? Well, I
2: that? meant because like if you went from Twitch to here, then like, you know, but if you watched on Alpha from the beginning, you then would have just, same, same channel, place. guys. Yeah. Yeah, I should that's have true. clarified, right. that was... <laughs> Man, questions. We take questions from the alpha <laughs> chat oh, gotcha. sometimes on After Dark. Sometimes we just do our own thing. We'll see what happens oh. tonight. No easy ground. Guys, okay. oh, wow, this is great. This is from AF Lone Wolf to all, including Brain. Describe the perfect burrito.
3: Oh, a little barbecue brisket in there, some yeah. like Frito chips, right? lettuce, tomato, salsa. Don't make yeah. me go to Taco Bell after this, man. So
0: Fuck, I'm going to Taco Bell after yep. this.
3: Danny, oh, fine. Oh, that,
0: I haven't even had my sandwich from earlier. Oh.
2: Just, waiting for you, just waiting for
0: you. I forgot, I haven't eaten.
2: <laughs> we must eat, we must keep Danny alive. That's why her battery's losing strength, is because <laughs> sure. she has, so it depends on how much it. she's That's nourished herself. Burrito, meter. <laughs> burrito for you, sir. Uh,
1: for me, I, I know it sounds simple, but like, like a, a, a good smoked, pulled, like shredded chicken, pulled chicken, uh, like hickory smoked. I've only had that twice, and it was, of course, it was Texas. Um, on you know rice, pinto beans, a, a heavy helping of cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had it.
3: At a Freebirds or something like that years ago yeah, well, in Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Freebirds calling it out with those massive burritos, dude. Come
1: on. Dude, the so the big like the super must or whatever yeah. it is, It's basically just a baby filled yeah, with, with yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a prosthetic leg filled with meat and, and <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: cheese and rice and beans. It's great. <laughs> so damn good. Okay, now hear me out on this. Yeah. Perfect burrito, Skittles, <laughs> Starburst bites. Yeah. Starburst bites, the little uh, yeah, unpackaged the ones. ones you, yeah. yeah. Um,
3: Jujubes wrapped in a fruit roll-up. Wow, I feel like my <laughs> insulin just spiked just hearing it. About did that. we call it the dentist's nightmare? Yeah, the dentist's
2: I a, nightmare. I had a, I had a, a, a cotton candy
0: burrito once.
2: You did? What oh, was in that? Oh, what? It
0: was it was uh, strawberry ice cream, fruity pebbles, Oh yes. and uh, then like two different types of cotton candy wrapped up in it. Oh. Um, oh, that was lower. wrapped around it. You had me at I thought. I thought that it was going to be disgusting. No, I thought it was not. going to be the nastiest shit. No. Holy no. God, it was so good. Yeah, that sounds oh,
3: cool. Now, Danny w- I
0: discovered Fruity Pebbles on ice cream, which I can probably,
3: never go back. You had that in America probably, right? Well, of course.
0: It was at the, it was at the K-Town it was night market. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was in France.
3: No, they don't stay that
2: thin no. and beautiful by eating like us. No. <laughs> uh, live show coming up. Live show. What do you guys love about the live shows? The
3: fucking
1: energy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it. The the, it's one thing to be playing together as friends, and thankfully that that's most of the time because, the the live show too often would, would be too much. Mm-hmm. But once every now and then, being able to, to share it live there with so many people that are as invested and as excited as we are to be there, the the sheer energy and positivity, mm. and 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 tension in the room at moments, you know, at crux points in the story, yeah. is it it's, I will say it of all the years I've done theater and that high I've had on stage this is even more it's even better for me yeah
3: yeah Ugh. I don't I don't mean I, I don't I never did a theater show in like you know 2000 2500 3000 people like when when you have like a, an eruption of a, a reaction in a moment and it just hits you it's you know, nowhere else in the world you're going to feel
2: uh, that you you experience a bunch of different emotions from the crowd that aren't just the applause or the laughter at the funny stuff, or when Sam comes out the puking, you know, or, you know that's <laughs> a, but there is a there is a raw there's gasping at parts, yeah. there's it doesn't translate. It, you know, i I understand why some people don't like streaming the live shows, and you know I understand some of the arguments. Most of them, I think are complete bullshit. Um, But some of them I understand, because it is like a different experience than what you're used to, because this is such an intimate, quiet, there's no other voices, there's no other reactions than those at the table. But to mix it up every once in a while, a couple of times a year, out of all the episodes that we do, that energy and that range of emotions is so interesting, because I don't see it really affect the way that you guys play the game, but I can see as people, afterwards, we're always just like, it's the most filling, sort of, you know, I I probably liken it to what you experienced after coming out of the desert for a few weeks, but yeah. I, I feel just recharged, and yeah. you get to look in the faces of all the people and go, this is why we do this.
1: Yeah. Well, well, well and here's the thing, too, for for, for for stage productions and being on stage, the audience is there to be entertained, mm. and they're like, we've come here, we've bought our ticket, come, make us laugh, make us cry, do a thing, you know? Um, <laughs> The, the weird magic of, of whatever this wonderful thing is that we've all stumbled into with Critical Role and this wonderful community, they're, they're as knowledgeable and invested in the story and our characters and we as people as we are in them as a community. And it's not like there's a barrier and you're trying to present or entertain, you're just all here in this like collective moment, and there's so much joy and energy crystallized together. I, I can't explain it. It's surreal. Yeah. It's exhausting, and it's thrilling, and it's, it's, it's exalting.
3: It's, yeah, it was so crazy. I remember that very first one we did at Gen Con two, three years ago. When the audience would react to something that we have just been so invested in, and we're hanging on every word that Matt says or that another character does, and then to hear someone else outside of us be like, "What?" or "Or laugh," and you just wanted to turn and be like, "Right!" <laughs> yeah. out, right, right, right! You know, so that's, that's so crazy. That's just yeah. amazing.
2: Um, let's see, what do we have here for War, Matt? Yes. Uh, yes actually, please. this is for both of you from. Schnapps and Dr. Who Barbie. Dr. Who Barbie. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I tried, but it's fuckardly. How much importance. See, but without the capitalization, Danny, <laughs> it's all sort of a run on. How much so importance important. have sorry, you been putting sorry. on sticking to alignment this campaign as opposed to last? How hard is it sticking to alignment? How much importance have you been putting on sticking to alignment this campaign as opposed to last? Uh, I mean,
3: actually, I think it's pretty important, especially in the beginning, because you could just go any direction, right? Like, I don't know if alignments are going to change because of certain actions, but they might, um, but I think it's kind of important so you don't just run the gamut and do a whole bunch of crazy shit. I know for me, when I play video games, I'll just kill chickens in the middle of the road just because they're fucking there and I want to Mm -hmm. see what happens. Mm -hmm. Can't do that with Forge. Yeah, (laughs) right. I think
1: think alignment's a great guide if you're unfamiliar with the process of realizing a personality that's different from your own and stepping into those shoes. Mm. As performers and as actors uh, professionally, part of our job is to Is to recognize, realize, and be able to to kind of wear these other personas. Um, So it's a little more natural as part of our training Mm -hmm. to 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 know and identify a moral set that exists within this character, and kind of instinctually explore that. Um, For people that don't have those tools and so, I think it's a little more useful to have that as a driving guide. I prefer to think that the character's actions drives alignment, as opposed to alignment drives character's actions. That makes sense? I totally agree very, with that. Very, very, very moral people can sometimes have very terrible lapses in judgment. Yes. Very wicked people sometimes can find moments of redemption. Mm. And I don't feel like you should use alignment as a way of excluding yourselves from making those choices that otherwise you would expect the character on paper
2: should never make. God, that's so true. That's so true. I'll take his
3: answer. Yeah. <laughs> I changed mine.
2: No, it bo- no, but no. It's, it's great at <laughs> the beginning. Like you said, That's
1: when, you, when you establish a character, yep. it's a great thing for you to be like, this is the kind of character they are at this moment in time, and I want them to follow this path based on their experiences in life and what they want to, want to do. That can change radically by the things they experience and the way they react to them, or it can be very much on the same because this is who they want to be. Right. So it, it can go either way. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I don't. Whenever somebody says, oh, their character wouldn't have done that because it's not their alignment, I'm like, no, their character's doing that, and that's just who they are as a character. Right.
2: Yeah. Truth. (laughs) This got good, (laughs) man. I know. This Ah. got deep. I like it. Yeah. you guys craving a big, fat, juicy, dripping, wet New York slice of pizza like oh, I am right now? Yeah. Where would you think I was going with that? I, I was just kind of holding out. I, didn't I know you know. I got that we're still on the burrito train here. sour yeah. look on your face. Don't Google "burrito
1: train" by the way. I just want to get. I just don't want to Google get to New "burrito York train? train." I don't know it. No. I don't know do why I said that. that. Google don't Google do "burrito that. train." Do it's probably delicious. Don't do that. Uh, there the used to be the the one good New York pizza I've had in L. A. Used to be across the street from the apartment me and she used to live in. It was fucking amazing. And then it burned out. No! <laughs> and I'm so sad, so I'm excited to get no, actual, legitimate, I, I, we were so
3: angry!
2: Probably the pizza. It's, it, it might've been
1: the
3: pizza. Yeah,
2: it was a grease fire, probably. keep it, it was too delicious to be contained. Um,
3: to live, too delicious to live.
2: That's <laughs> a good album name. Yeah.
3: <laughs> too delicious to live. Death this, leopard. Yeah.
2: this is a good one from Malgriff. Travis and Matt, how worried are you that the group are going to, by accident, become the worst pirates anyone ever heard of? <laughs> By
3: accident? Worried <laughs> or certain yeah. by accident? I think it's uh, in the stars at this point. <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. We'd have to have a 180 in the uh, the, the sequence well, of
1: events. Well, the rest of the party would have to learn how to run a fucking
3: ship. Yeah, I mean, I fuck,
1: yeah. Like, if you plan to make this a thing, the rest of the 99 nine's going to have to take a few days to train. Yeah, but mm-hmm.
3: well, that was the other thing. While the fucking jellyfish bloom was gorgeous and amazing, we had all this time where we were just say on the fucking seas. What did I do? Train bow on how to do certain, nope. Train, nope, didn't that either. I was just fucking driving a boat, like a big dumbass.
0: <laughs> well, you, you, you
3: hired a train. Crew. Well, next time, ne-
1: next leg of the they journey, you scurvy, know what to do. They a bunch of slapdicks, they
0: got, you know, it's the. Been three days, they don't I have know. scurvy.
2: You guys, How long does it take to get scurvy, Danny? I think it's
0: like a couple weeks or something. Max, you I'm had scurvy, scurvy
3: expert. Four days. Yeah. <laughs> exactly four days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mathematically perfect. Yeah. We're tightening it up. Tight, tight ship. Tight crew. <laughs> well. Terror of the Lucidian Ocean. It's true. 48
2: hours from right now. Yeah. You all will be on stage playing Dergers and Dragers. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt has dringers packed. And Matt has packed six different options for Dwarven Forge uh, uh, <laughs> maps for much. What, what might happen. Um, I'm excited. I'm happy. We have a lot of stuff for the fans this weekend coming up, we and do, finally yeah. on the East Coast again, seeing everybody.
3: Trying to spread the love around the country and beyond. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah.
2: And then, like a couple of weeks from now, we're going to London. Yes. Yeah, man. Ah. I'm so get excited. to see, uh, you know, where is he? Oh, he's on the bar still. You're, oh, look.
0: Take a set.
3: <laughs> oh, man, those have been there for a while. Oh, I thought that was part of your shirt, but I'm looking right at you. <laughs> That's They've beautiful. been there for a while. Oh, good! Check it out. We're putting. We're putting.
1: Danny's getting ready. What are you ready? doing to Danny? It's
0: very loud. I can't hear you. What? Danny rap.
3: Oh yeah. She because she. Your oh, we have to I'm ship Danny. Ship.
2: Oh, Danny. I'm fragile. I'm so sorry. You are fragile. We have to have her shipped. Oh my God. I think that's actually the soundproof. Stuff, this reminds me of so a film much. called The House of Sand really and Fog. you talking about
0: Constantine. <laughs> did you ever see that movie? Yes, Do
2: you know that when yeah. they yeah. put yep. the bags on? Oh, <laughs> Well, that's all the time we have, <laughs> Denny. Oh my goodness, she is our most fragile asset. We, if we if we want if there's one thing we don't want to show up broken in New York City, it's Danny. Yeah, for kids, sure. Don't,
3: don't let your kids play in bubble wrap, just so we said it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Go. New York.
2: Oh, I can't sing. They told me I can't sing any. Popular songs on the show anymore, even just one line of one. Because you're just could so accurate with your rendition. Well, well, what it is, Travis, is I'm an influencer.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll see you next week. We'll see you Thursday night for Critical Role Live in New York City and next week for more talks mocking the madness and fun and after dark and all that. Good night. We love you. Right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Let's get on the plane. Do it. Let's do it oh god all my
3: bags are packed I'm I'm ready.
2: Ready. thank you for listening to Tox machina on the critical role podcast network if you like this episode please drop a review on itunes google podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Tox machina airs live on twitch at twitch.tv slash critical role on tuesdays at 7 p.m pacific we'll see you next time